Come down and be about 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 here with a striking distance of us. You're listening to We Wanna Be Better. It's a little daily isolation chat, babe. I always squeal when I do a big stretch. You do. (laughs) And I was stretching. And I like Palmer's obviously very used to it, but his mum was over and I was doing this big stretch and I was like, "Ah!" and she came bolting into the room and she was like, is everything okay? And we're like, why the fuck are you in here? It's like I I heard screaming. I was like, I was just having a stretch. What's your problem? (laughs) That's like when my mum yawns. She yawns with the tongue on the top of her roof. Like she literally can't yawn with her tongue down like a normal person. So she can't draw in air. It goes like this. It's like a suction. (laughs) Uh, So unnecessary. Yeah, well, so is the squeal when you yawn. No, 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 no. It's I mean, not. Stretch. It's not. It's because you know when you play tennis, and that's why they squeal. It's because it's letting out more energy to be like Hah! when you scream, when you stretch, you just let out more. Right. I'm, you get a deeper. And when stretch. you when you have an orgasm, <laughs> have you ever had to have a silent orgasm because someone's yes. in the room next door? Or something? I have yeah, it's children. Of course, you- I have. <laughs> I do it all the time. I I pretty much just put bite my pillow doesn't feel as good it's it's better to just let it all out i reckon yeah just let it out how was your easter Mm. yesterday oh no day before how was your easter how was easter um just another day i don't get the deal with easter every day is another day in isolation but (laughs) (laughs) it was just it was so weird because i didn't expect anything for easter and my grandma called me And I thought, oh, my God, something's happened. You know, why is she calling me early in the morning? And she's just like, happy Easter. And I was so confused. I'm like, is this something that people do? Like, it's do we call each other for Easter? Yes. I've never. Oh. Well, definitely my family because we were church I mean, it's not Christmas. Like, Christmas is the the one. But don't you usually get together on Easter? I don't. Like, if you were living in Perth, would you see your family on Easter? No, I don't, not necessarily. Jesus is risen, babe. You know, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> Jesus has risen, but yeah. that doesn't mean I have to get up and go places. Mm, okay. Well, I didn't know that Easter was such a big deal, honestly, until there was this debate about <laughs> – should the AFL be played on Good Friday? And I couldn't get it in my head as to why that would even be a question. I was like, who gives a shit? It's just Good Friday. And then some people were offended because that's the day that Jesus died. Yeah. And they were like, it's disrespectful. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that Easter was a big deal. So Yeah, I don't think we take into account any other religion <laughs> in this country if we're worried about things like that. No, I don't think the cricket has ever gone, oh, it's Hanukkah. Or it's like the Sabbath. Yeah. No one's no, they don't care. cared about any of that. But I didn't know. I just didn't know the cultural or the significance of Easter. Yeah, I definitely did. Easter was such a big thing 
when I was growing up because we always have to do Lent. We had to give up something for Lent weeks before and it was so exciting, not so much about Easter, but just getting back whatever the hell I gave up. Can I ask Mm. for Lent? Could you just give up something that you don't use? Like if I just was like, I'm giving up water polo. Yeah. I mean, you could. It's your relationship with God and God knows that you don't even play water polo. And me and God just be like, all right, Bianca. Yeah. Wow. You really pulled the little eye over my eyes. <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure as a kid, my parents would just be like, that's not a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah it was usually like chocolate, TV, those sort of things. And well, how there was, was a your lot Easter? more church. God, it was so much more church to attend. How was my Easter? It was mm. really anticlimactic. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, so this year I got really excited because I thought, oh, I might do the thing where I put all the Easter eggs on the ends of their beds. Usually I put them on the table and lay them out so that they all have one central place to run to in the morning. But this year I was like, no, I'd had a bit of practice as the tooth fairy. So I might put them on the end of the bed and be really sneaky and it would be really exciting because as soon as they wake up, they see it. All that did was meant that they woke up, saw it and didn't get up at all. And so I didn't set my alarm and no kid ran in to say happy Easter. They just got all their chocolate and Mally didn't even leave his room. He just turned on his Xbox and (laughs) the girls just went and sat themselves in front of the TV and ate. And the only reason I knew it was Easter was because I heard an argument like, oh, you got that, I got this, which it's all the bloody same. Of course, I got everything the same because they make sure their haul is exactly the same. Yeah, that yeah, was it. Yeah, you had practice. It's so sad when your kids get to that age where they just don't really care anymore. You know, there's such a fine window of, you know, those like years where it's at its peak I remember Mm -hmm. the year that Christmas was at its peak and they couldn't sleep, you know, where they all believe and they all get so excited and it's the happy look on their face. That's gone for me now. Yeah. I do hear that a lot. Every parent sort of says Easter and Christmas, once the kids grow up, it just loses the magic. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Until you have grandkids. So, thank God. Like, Delphi, uh, Cheska believes. Maliki certainly doesn't. Like, he is hilarious. He tries to catch us out constantly. Like, he knows, but he's like, oh, so where's Easter Bunny from? And then I'm like, somewhere cold, probably Europe or something, you know, because rabbits aren't native here. But, yeah, somewhere like that. So, oh, really? Well, this chocolate said that it was made in Mildura or whatever, some example like that. And he's oh, my, yeah, well, the Easter Bunny gets them – brought in and, and he's, he's like, oh, really local yeah or whatever like he just constantly constantly trying to trip me up and he yeah. and actually he did at one point he goes oh these are expensive because <laughs> he knew that there's like this vegan chocolate brand called treat dreams that is to die for but also you get to sell a kidney to be able to afford it and he goes oh these are yum oh beautiful they're so expensive aren't they where did you get them from mum and I was like oh well I just got them from the cruelty free shops in them and then I was like ha ha joking that's where you would get them though and like Melly's laughing it was just awful it's just a whole day of Melly you got just, caught out yeah it's crap I do have a question though so my husband's yeah. really annoying me he's scoffing the chocolate like I said I 
had some really fancy chocolate there and watching him just eat them like a bloody warthog and not put the taste in his mouth, treasure the taste, you know, think about it before he swallows is actually driving me insane. Like I'm starting to be like a dog in food guarding. Like I've got all my chocolates in a little pile. I'm like, if you fucking eat all yours, do not come for mine. You do not come for mine. So I've started resource guarding and he just eats so fast. But it got me thinking, like, do you do the thing where you scoff them all in one day or like binge them or do you just have it out like over a period of time? Have like one a day for ages. Well, maybe not one a day, but you definitely don't eat them all at once. I mean, in my experience, I don't really remember, but I do know that you would scoff them all because one, you'd get quite sick and two, you've got too much. You've just, there's too much. My thing was opening the eggs very carefully and not breaking any of the foil. That was more my stays. Why? What did you do with the foil? Just flatten it out. But for what purpose? Just to prove that I could open an Easter egg without breaking the foil. I'm not the only person that's done this. You might not have done this because you were more focused on the chocolate, but I am telling you that people open Easter eggs without breaking the foil and then they flatten out all of the foil. That is 100% a thing I can't but I don't understand. But I don't understand what's the p- point of it. Like, And then you put all the foil in the bin. Or are you using it to rewrap other stuff? Like, It's not like Christmas paper where you can use it again. It's the challenge. Really? (laughs) (laughs) It's just just the challenge. It's like when you used to eat minties as a kid, you would try and peel the whole wrapper back into a thin line. Absolutely never did that. No, never did it. (laughs) I wanted to eat what was inside. But once you unwrap a minty, you start peeling it back into little lines. And try to get the whole thing down. Oh, one actually, no, line. I do. I know. I know what you're talking about now. So right, you like so same you zigzag it. Is that what you're talking zigzag about? Zigzag it. Yeah, you yeah. zigzag it, sort of thing, and you try and rip it. You're ripping it. You rip it yeah. all the way into like one fine little line, and it's like a big piece of string. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? <laughs> oh, I actually did do that. Okay, so now I'm a loser. Yeah. And so with Easter eggs, it's sort of the same thing. Like it's not that you're ripping them up, but you're just, you know, wanting to be careful with the wrapper. And I don't know why. I don't know why I did that, but I'm not the only person that's done that. I can't open an Easter egg by just ripping it now. Like if someone was to give me an egg, I would open it very carefully because I would want to try and I enjoy the challenge of getting the egg unwrapped without breaking the foil. Uh, Look, I can't relate. I'm listening to your story, (laughs) but I'm like, yeah. Hey, what about is a cupboard or fridge for the chocolate? Okay, absolutely cupboard. And I I find it very difficult to understand anyone putting chocolate in the fridge. I understand that some people live in very hot climates and they put it in the fridge. Some people even put it in the freezer, but that's absolutely against everything I stand for and that's the hill that I will die on. Which is funny, the hill you'll die on is also weirdly the hill you don't give a shit about because you don't really like chocolate. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so there's lots of logic it, there. Don't you find it weird when you eat chocolate from the fridge because you bite into it and it's... Like a it's candle. It's like brown, a candle. Yeah, and it's the brown waxy. parts turn white when you bite them. Mm. 
And then as well, if you put chocolate in the fridge and then take it out of the fridge, it turns a funny color. So I just don't know why you would gamble with it. Yeah. It just doesn't melt in your mouth. The whole point of chocolate is that it's meant to melt in your mouth and it just doesn't melt. Although my husband is disgusting and puts pretty much everything he eats in the fridge, like half-eaten bags of chips, candy, like a Oh, uh, see, I understand candy. candy. Is that what you're saying? Candy? Yeah. Yeah, like, see, I understand oh, okay, lollies say- and candy more than I understand. No. Okay, sorry, but frozen, listen, hear me out. Frozen Sour Patch Kids are actually the tits. Don't look at me like that. They are. They're delicious. They, it's too hard in your mouth. I mean, semi-frozen. Okay, maybe for refrigerated. I might be changing so my Palmer mind. So Palmer would put a musk stick in the fridge. Yeah, look, I don't understand that, but you're the one that married him. Yeah. Do you know what what other things does he put skills? in the fridge other than those, though? Chips seems weird because that feels like it would go stale. Yeah, he puts chips in the fridge and then when you go to eat them, they're cold. <laughs> Pretty much everyone I know that I grew up with freezes bread. The bread in the freezer is the bread that you use for your toast. We don't participate in that. Well, don't come for my culture, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very much against putting things in the fridge that don't belong there. So that's just my, I've said my piece and I don't believe that chocolate goes in the fridge. And that's, that's all I have to say on the matter. I wonder why. If, what do you think? I look. I know you have a strong stance on tomato sauce. I put my tomato sauce in the fridge. Um, what else do I put in the fridge? I I like an apple in the fridge because it's like cold. It's more juicy. Absolutely. Other than bananas, all fruits go in the fridge. Yeah, that's yeah. That's um, our rule. I reckon there's nothing worse than a non-refrigerated grape. I mean, other than a sultana. <laughs> when it gets to that point, it's okay. But yeah. A room temperature grape, grape is, is, or a room temperature orange, get the fuck away from me. Yeah, it's like a. That's offensive. It's disgusting. One last thing before I love you and leave you. Today yeah. is one of the more sadder days for me in the year because I'm a massive fan of hot grass buns. And unlike all the people that get all. Ah, oh, I can't believe it on Boxing Day when hot cross buns hit the shelves and they're like, it's too early, we've just finished Christmas. I just don't understand why anyone argues against hot cross buns. They should be all year round. I'm actually mad at people that are trying to make them just a Easter thing. Right. So hot cross buns are going to start coming off the shelves now. They're not going to be made. Look, for me personally, I'm of the camp that they should just be available all year round because if you're going to bring them out, at Boxing Day anyway, then they're already out months in advance of Easter regardless. Like they're obviously not seasonal in the fact that it has to be around Easter. So just have them all the time. And it just annoys me because in Australia, they are on our shelves through summer. And I just feel like it should be through winter. But that's the thing. Isn't raisin toast just a hot cross bun in a different form? No, no, no. Well, that would be like saying a piece of bread is the same as a roll. It's just not I the mean, same. There's something about a hot cross bun. It's like more moist or it's something. The glaze. It's not the glaze. It's the glaze. It's not the glaze. It's not. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a little bit of the glaze. If you have raisin bread and you toast it and put a bit of no, but raisin bread's like got heaps of air pockets. Like it's like drier. A hot cross bun is more dense. Right. Why don't you, and this is just my suggestion, 
why don't you get a recipe for a hot cross bun and then you could make fresh hot cross buns any time of the year? Because I'm person, okay, I was going to say with not much time on their hands, but since isolation, that's a lie. But also, you know that I don't really like being in the kitchen. But if it's for the purpose of something that you really want. Not that bad. I don't want anything that bad. I hate cooking. I detest the fact that I have to keep my family. No, I can't now because I don't have an oven. Did I tell you that? I don't have an oven. So that's what we were meant to do for Easter, have have scones. (laughs) And we couldn't. I went to Kmart to buy this oven. There was like a little oven. Everyone was like, oh, if your oven's not working, then Kmart, Kmart for everything. Kmart's got everything. So go to Kmart and I was like, I cannot believe this. They have little mini ovens. Great. I'm going to buy one. And it came in this massive box, took it home, unwrapped it. And it's about half the size of our fucking microwave. So like nothing can fit in it. A loaf of garlic bread, nah, doesn't fit. It's too thin. So if I was going to make scones, then I had to do one by one. I just don't have the patience for that. And I'm not having the kids just sitting there waiting for the next scone. So I can't. We don't have a bloody oven. You do have that pie maker. Why don't you make me hot cross buns? You know how much they mean to me. If you make me hot cross buns on the reg, I will give you free dog grooming for life. You should be doing that. I know, I am. But I'm just trying to think (laughs) of other things I can offer. (laughs) All right. For people coming into our Facebook group, there are a couple of questions. One, chocolate kept in the fridge or freezer. Two, should hot cross buns be all year round? No, no, no. Wait. Oh, not fridge or freezer. Chocolate in the cupboard or fridge. You oh, keep saying keep fridge or saying freezer. saying that. It's not. Okay. Chocolate in the fridge or cupboard. Mm-hmm. Hot cross buns all year round. Do you mm-hmm. eat chocolate all in one sitting? Like your Easter chocolate all mm-hmm. in one sitting? Or do you stretch it out? And the fourth question is, are you a weirdo that flattens their wrappers into a flat little square piece of <laughs> aluminium? Also... Is raisin bread the same as a hot cross bun? Yeah. Come and explain to Bianca. All right. Have a good day, (laughs) y'all. Bye.